welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. August 26, 2020. Did Verizon take advantage of the low-priced CBRS Spectrum auction? The FCC's auction of CBRS Midband Spectrum has concluded after 76 rounds and $4.6 billion of winning bids, representing $0.22 per megahertz pop. We believe this is a very attractive price for buyers, based on how we believe this spectrum can be used in a variety of applications. The high bidders will be revealed within the next few days, providing investors with more info to speculate on the network strategies of cable and telco giants. In this piece, we discuss why we think Verizon should have been the largest buyer, and what it might mean for their millimeter wave strategy and the upcoming C-band auction. Verizon is mid-band deficient. When it comes to available mid-band spectrum, all eyes naturally focus first on Verizon. It owns the least amount of mid-band spectrum, which it is already largely utilized to support the largest wireless customer base in the United States. Verizon pivoted their network strategy to millimeter wave spectrum following the high-priced AWS 3 auction, but that has yet to deliver on its aspirations. Meanwhile, the growth in wireless data remains persistent as Verizon continues to convert its subscriber base to unlimited rate plans. We believe unlimited wireless subscribers use twice as much data as metered customers on average. Verizon also faces the looming threat of T-Mobile, which controls three times more mid-band spectrum than it, that it plans to use to overtake the industry leader. C-band is Verizon's primary spectrum source. Verizon is expected to satisfy its mid-band spectrum needs in the upcoming C-band auction, but will that be enough? 60 to 100 megahertz of incremental spectrum depth from the C-band auction would enable legitimate standalone 5G network performance, but it does not provide Verizon with the depth of spectrum that T-Mobile controls. In addition, C-band is higher up on the spectrum chart, which could challenge the speed and cost of its 5G build-out. We believe Verizon was highly incentivized to buy 40 MHz of CBRS Spectrum in their recently ended CBRS auction, even if it plans to buy 100 MHz of C-band Spectrum. We believe that in order to achieve true 5G performance and have a reasonable runway for data growth, an operator will require large blocks of vacant Spectrum. Most importantly, Verizon services 120 million wireless customers with nearly 60% margins and plans to attack the $50 billion home broadband market. There is no company that can better leverage incremental spectrum purchases. For these reasons, we believe 40 MHz is the right amount for Verizon to purchase, and we will be incrementally concerned if AT&T and T-Mobile captured a portion of that at these auction prices. What does a CBRS purchase mean for millimeter wave? Verizon would argue that millimeter wave spectrum fills their 5G needs for large blocks of spectrum, but our concerns about the capabilities of millimeter wave spectrum are well documented and have largely been validated. Densification is a primary component of Verizon's millimeter wave network strategy and will no doubt continue. However, it has been difficult to see signs of acceleration in small cell growth in the reported results of Verizon vendors like Crown Castle or DICOM. Have they given up on millimeter wave, or are they just waiting for CBRS spectrum? A 40 MHz CBRS spectrum purchase by Verizon would understandably fuel questions about the role of millimeter wave spectrum in Verizon's network. 
We believe Verizon can use CBRS rather than millimeter wave as a primary but not sole source of spectrum in its small cell deployments. We believe these small cell CBRS products already exist and that Verizon has likely already begun some deployments. We also believe CBRS can outperform millimeter wave coverage and building penetration despite its power limitations. Therefore, CBRS might offer a better solution than millimeter wave for Verizon's home broadband aspirations, whether deployed in a small cell or on a macro tower in order to hit more homes. To validate this point, CBRS appears to be suitable spectrum for its cable competitors to expand their wired footprint for home broadband applications. DSS is not a long-term answer. In the near term, Verizon's plan to aggregate existing spectrum blocks that flip back and forth between LTE and 5G, known as both carrier aggregation and DSS, offers a quick 5G fix. But we don't believe this technology cocktail can deliver true 5G performance in terms of 1 gigabit per second download speeds, low latency, and adequate uplink speeds, or provide a competitive long-term network strategy. CBRS might do more than you think. We believe Verizon has been deploying CBRS spectrum on macro towers based on data provided by OpenSignal and field engineers. As antenna manufacturers develop higher port and massive MIMO antennas for macro towers, it might enable CBRS spectrum to provide additional mobile capacity Verizon might need to better compete with Spectrum Deep T-Mobile over the long term. It's important to note that in capacity-constrained areas, Verizon's ability to access the shared general access CBRS spectrum could be challenging. How much could 40 MHz cost? Based on the auction results, we estimate a 40 MHz pseudo-nationwide purchase of CBRS spectrum by Verizon would imply high bids of $2.7 billion. This represents less than 1% of the wireless service revenue we expect Verizon to report over the next five years. Verizon will also have the opportunity to integrate a portion of the additional and free 70 MHz of shared general access CBRS spectrum in markets where it was not able to buy 40 MHz of priority licenses or in locations in which it wanted to use even more spectrum depending on the technical limitations of the radio. The use of GA spectrum in population-dense markets is less certain for a wireless operator's application due to its sharing requirements. What would a 40 MHz CBRS purchase mean for C-band? There is nothing about a 40 MHz CBRS spectrum purchase that should reduce investor expectations that Verizon will be aggressive in the upcoming C-band auction. Even if Verizon adds 40 MHz of CBRS to its spectrum portfolio, T-Mobile would still own more than double the amount of mid-band spectrum than Verizon. If Verizon ended up with less than 40 MHz of CBRS spectrum, it would simply add to the investor pressure on management to be aggressive in the C-band auction. We have budgeted $30 billion for Verizon spectrum purchases. We think Verizon should be buying as much mid-band spectrum as it can get now that DISH is no longer an option. We believe Verizon will spend $30 billion on mid-band spectrum over the next 12 months. So, if Verizon was able to keep its CBRS purchases below $3 billion, that leaves more than $27 billion for C-band and L-band spectrum. L-band is better acquired through an operating lease than an outright purchase. We estimate an L-band purchase would pinch Verizon's nearly 60% EBITDA margin profile by less than 150 basis points and provide protection from regulatory risk. Phase 1 of C-band could cost Verizon more than $10 billion. 
the most important part of the C-band auction is the Phase 1 spectrum, which includes 100 MHz of spectrum depth, covering nearly 60% of the U.S. population. Phase 1 C-band spectrum is expected to be cleared by Q4 of 2021, which makes it very valuable given Verizon's mid-band spectrum needs. While key markets like Baltimore, D.C., Atlanta, and Denver are not included in Phase 1, this spectrum should be Verizon's primary focus. If Verizon allocated $20 billion to Phase 1 of the C-band auction, it could buy 80 MHz of spectrum depth at less than $1.50 per MHz pop, and 60 MHz at less than $2 per MHz pop. At $15 billion, those numbers drop to $1 and $1.50 per MHz pop. And at $10 billion, the implied spectrum budget for Verizon would be $0.70 a MHz pop for 80 MHz and $0.95 for 60 MHz. While those auction price estimates might be higher than investors currently expect, a bidding strategy that involves acquiring 80% of the available inventory in a competitive auction could result in aggressive pricing dynamics. It will have to spend more for Nationwide. Phase 2 of the C-band auction will likely command a lower price, given that it could take several years to use. At $0.50 to $0.75 per megahertz pop, Verizon could buy 60 megahertz in the 40% of the population not included in phase one for four to six billion dollars. An 80 megahertz purchase would cost five to eight billion dollars at these price levels. And even more to get to 100 megahertz. The figures above contemplate an 80 megahertz nationwide spectrum purchase, but many believe that Verizon would want to buy 100 megahertz of the 280 megahertz of spectrum available in the C band auction. This additional 20 MHz of spectrum would add 3 to $5 billion to Verizon's spectrum bill at $0.50 cents to $0.80 cents per MHz pop. So you can now see how the numbers can quickly ramp up to our $30 billion spectrum budget for Verizon if it truly wanted to close the spectrum gap with T-Mobile. A strategic decision to not purchase this amount of spectrum could factor into the long-term growth potential and margins of the company. L-Band We believe L-band spectrum can not only accelerate Verizon's 5G rollout, but also materially reduce the number of cell sites needed to enable ubiquitous C-band coverage. This is important given that T-Mobile's ramping up its 2.5 GHz spectrum build and the limited amount of Verizon's low-band spectrum holdings compared to AT&T. Verizon denies any real interest in L-band, which we believe is a strategic miscue and follows their questionable prior spectrum decision to focus on millimeter wave. We are puzzled by Verizon's regulatory concerns on the usability of L-band spectrum, given the unanimous vote of the FCC, the support of many in the current administration, and frankly, the ability to protect themselves in the near term through conditions that can be included in an operating lease. The benefits more than offset these manageable risks and are quantifiably large for C-band, as well as the millimeter wave that Verizon has stockpiled. Click here to register for our LightShed Access with former Nokia CTO Hassan Moin that discussed the benefits of Uplink. Massive MIMO equals more tower expense. In the absence of L-Band, we expect Verizon to attempt to address the network coverage limitations of C-Band with massive MIMO antennas and further densification. That's good news for the public tower companies, which are already seeing sustained activity from AT&T and a pending surge from T-Mobile and DISH. We anticipate a phased approach to massive MIMO deployments given the current supply of antennas that have enough ports to support Verizon's multiple spectrum bands.
but not C-band. That means that Verizon might have to initially take down one of the three antennas in a sector in order to deploy a C-band-only MIMO antenna. In effect, it might take away a portion of the existing spectrum to deploy C-band spectrum, not currently available in existing phones. Comcast and Charter The other interesting bidders to consider are the cable companies. Comcast and Charter should have had interest in and around their existing footprint, especially at these levels. If they bought 20 MHz of spectrum in footprint in the top 150 markets, it would imply about $500 million each. CBRS can be used not only to extend a cable operator's fiber footprint for home broadband users, but it can also be used in place of Wi-Fi in neighborhood hotspots in order to offload LTE traffic that it would otherwise use on Verizon's network. We believe LTE over CBRS will offer materially superior performance compared to these companies' existing Wi-Fi hotspot capabilities. I hope you enjoyed today's note. The note itself also includes charts that show the relative mid-band spectrum holdings of the wireless operators. And we also conducted a poll on Twitter to see what our followers thought that Verizon or the cable operators might buy in the CBRS auction. Have a great week.